Yo, 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 it's your boy Matt St. Jack with Anime Talk, back for yet another awesome show. There are some shows that everyone has seen and some shows that people haven't. I'm just trying to do my best to bridge the gap, a little column A and a little column B. If this is your first time listening, just so you know, this is my list, nobody else's, just kind of some things that I've watched, um, and it's based off of that. So, now that the foundations have been set, let's get to it. Yo, 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 what's going on? It's your boy, Matt St. Jack, back at it again in the white vans, except as always, if you listen to the podcast, you know I have no white vans in my possession at all. Um, So I'm actually just sitting here at my new computer desk in my new computer chair with my Florida Gator hoodie on, and um, I don't know, just kind of relaxing. If you guys can't understand me or I'm not talking real clear today, um, I already let Kaya know that I'm actually suffering from, I don't even know if it's like just a summer cold or if it's like a summer cold and allergies. I have no idea. So if you hear sneezing or you hear me like sounding like I'm dying over here, I am dying slowly. Um, But uh, (laughs) I'm just giving you guys a heads up before the episode starts. Um, So like I said, I just, I did just kind of intro. It was a weird roundabout segue into um who my guest is today so um in continuation with the um international women's history month if you've listened to my uh show this whole month and you would know that i have um different women in podcasts and just different women in general kind of come on the show so today's collaboration is actually with kaya of the less bitchy more witchy podcast correct yeah hi Hi, thank you so much. Hey, thanks for thanks for uh, being on. I'm really excited um, to have you on. I know you just started your um, I know you just started your podcast not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. That's actually uh, just a couple weeks ago. So we're we're still in the baby phases, but we're having so much fun with it. So. Awesome. Um, yeah, we, we, and I know that in typical fashion, like like I said, if you guys have listened to any of my other interviews, you know that at some point we're going to get into some interview questions where she can kind of explain a little bit more about her podcast. So we can't wait to hear about that. Awesome. Thank you. No problem. Um, as always... Um, for me, I, I always let everyone know from the very beginning, um, I appreciate everything that you guys do. And I know, Kaya, with you starting off your podcast and th- things like that, the interaction and just, um, you know, listenership is like huge. So I definitely appreciate every single person that goes out of their way and takes a little bit of their time to actually listen to one of my episodes. I'm really appreciative for that. And I love you all so much for the, for doing that. Um. Let's see. Um, yeah, I think I'm good. I think like this is like the most improvised script that I think I've ever done for an <laughs> opening. So this is so this is dope. Um, I left my. I'm in a process. So it's it's even worse because like I'm also in the process of a move. So it's like I'm in the process of a move. I got a cold, and like I'm just sitting here still unboxing everything. So I can't even find my my script right now. Like You're my going through script. it. Can't even, yeah, can't even deal with it. I just had some spicy, like I said before, I just had some spicy um, curry. I was hoping to break up some congestion, and I feel like it's, it's working for right now. Um, but um, you guys can find me. If you're not already following me, make sure that you reach out to me and follow me on Instagram and Twitter at AnimeTalk12. And uh, you can always shoot me an email at MattStJacks podcast at gmail.com where can they find you kaya i'm sorry what was that 
No, I was saying, where can they find you if they're looking to try to interact with oh, you yeah. or follow your podcast? Yeah, on Twitter, I am Chaotic Kaya. Um, also, X, more witchy X on Twitter as well. It's for the podcast. And then I am on Instagram uh, at Kaya X Chaotic. Awesome. So make sure that you guys go out and follow that, um, follow them. And again, we'll give you a, a self plug a couple more times. So uh, make sure that you guys definitely stay tuned on this episode. We're, I'm really excited to have Kaya on. We're going to go through our um, our interview process next. So she's going to be on the hot seat. Um, we'll kind of get some uh, get some questions and kind of get to know the uh, producer behind the pod. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Awesome. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and jump straight into it. So. Um, as always, before and I'm sorry, before I do this disclaimer, we will be covering a couple of reviews for two movies. So it's not a TV show, but there may be. I mean, we're going to do a movie review, so I guess you can't really call it spoilers, but I guess you kind of can. But anyway, whatever. So <laughs> I'm just giving a disclaimer that there may be, as we're doing a movie review, there's probably going to be a lot of the plot line and of the movie kind of being expressed. So if you haven't watched the movies that we're going to cover, I would suggest that, you know, you maybe chill or take it, you know, maybe skip through that part or something like that. I don't know what you want to do. <laughs> Listen up to that point and then go back and watch the, uh, the show. Okay. Now that I said that, um, let's get into the interview questions. Yeah. Um, so the first question is name the first anime that you've watched. Um, and how were you introduced to it? And like, and like, you know, how did you fall in love? Yeah. So, as a kid, I think I probably, like, very passively watched things like, um, you know, like Pokemon or Sailor Moon, mm -hmm. but the first movie um, that really got me hooked was actually Kiki's Delivery Service. Um, I don't even remember how old I was, but I remember... That was back in the day where you ordered DVDs through Netflix and they were mailed yep. to you. Um, I don't know what prompted my mom to to get that one, but um, I remember just being a little girl, you know, and I know that we're going to review the movie, but, you know, watching a little girl go through her, her story um, and just being able to relate with her and, mm -hmm. you know, hearing the music and the art and cute little cat um that is really what kind of introduced me to um the world of ghibli and um you know from that point onward just more anime that's dope that's actually pretty cool especially because like you said that's that's one of the movies we're going to review for yeah. um and if you guys haven't and i guess i should have said at the beginning but if you guys haven't I already did i did kind of like a baseline a start of my my uh love for studio ghibli um for their for a lot of their movies and this was kind of a continuation so i'm excited because this is like studio ghibli love like part two so i'm really excited to kind of go through this one um so that's why i said it's very interesting that you would say that movie um because like you said i think that everyone i think everybody started like on like pokemon mm -hmm. and you know dragon ball Z oh, yeah. and sailor moon stuff like well maybe not so much sailor moon but like i feel like a lot of people started on those other ones but it's really cool that you're one of your first ones that you really just that you really got and got sucked into the uh, the world with was a movie. So I think that's pretty interesting. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so um, moving on. So what are you currently watching? So right now I am going through um, 
I'm not going to be able to say it correctly, but uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. There you go. Uh, okay. So I'm watching through that. Um, one of my really good friends just watched it, and he binged it in like two nights, and he was like, yo, you got to watch this. And I was like, oh, you know, I don't know. I kind of have a hard time like starting shows. Once I'm mm-hmm. into a show, I can watch it, you know, and I can binge it, no problem. But I kind of have a, have a hard time starting a show. But um, here I am, and I binged like seven episodes in one night. So um, I'm going through that right now. And that one, I don't think I've gotten to the point where it gets like really, really good. I'm I'm really confused by a lot of things, but I'm yeah. being told like just keep watching it. Things are gonna start making sense. Um so I think the the idea behind it is really cool. But again, I'm really just confused about what's going on and why things are <laughs> happening the way that they are. Uh but yeah. I'm really excited to to keep watching and um and kind of figure that part out, you know, why the angels are, you know, here and like why they come and screw everything up. Um, <laughs> also, I'm watching uh, Promised Neverland, which okay. um, I it came up as suggested on Hulu. And that one, I really, really love the art in it. Um, mm. it, it looks really cool. I, I love that the, like outside scenery looks like like a real life like 3d outside you know like the trees and the grass and um it's really beautiful but uh i am gonna say kind of a spoiler but it's not really a spoiler because it happens in the first episode so um but basically this one it it starts out looking like a boarding school for kids and you think, oh, this is really cool. Um, you know, there's all these little kids running around. And then in the first episode, the very first episode, you find out that it's not a boarding school. It's a farm. And yeah. demons are going to be eating these kids. Um, yep. And I am, like, laying in bed one night. And I just started watching it. And I'm like, whoa, what? <laughs> what i had no idea like what it was going into it um so again i also just started that one so i'm only like four or five episodes in um but yeah those two i'm kind of going back and forth getting through those ones right now like first of all like neon genesis is is like a staple for for the anime community Mm -hmm. like that's a really good one so it's really good that you're getting into that Mm -hmm. one um and like you said, it does. It takes a while. There's a lot of, there's a lot of like. Did you ever watch? Did you ever watch like Akira? Uh uh-uh, no. Okay, so like, so Akira is like the obviously the Godfather. Like it's like the granddaddy of all like anime. Mm-hmm. Like pretty much like everybody says that that's like the you know that's like the Adam and Eve of okay. anime. Um, but that one like it it follows a very uh, a very similar twist plot twist where like it builds up all of this like futuristic like psychedelic mm-hmm. and like uh kind of i don't know like intense moments that kind of messes with you like psychologically right. and as you're watching it you don't realize that it's doing it until you finish mm-hmm. it and then you're like okay what just happened like i just my mind just got right. blown um so that's why it takes a while for that one like you said some of the, a lot of the stuff that doesn't seem like it makes sense right now like you said as you continue to watch it 
it'll mm-hmm. definitely make sense. Um, so yeah, that's a, that's but that's a really good one. I'm a I'm a huge like mecha oh, fan. Yeah, so sure. when it comes to like Gundam, Neon Neon Genesis, like all these ones, like I even tried to watch this Pacific Rim Black. Oh yeah, uh, Blackout or Black, mm-hmm. whatever it is. I think it's just Black. But I even tried to start watching that one. But I'm a huge offense to like mm-hmm. those. So that's why when you said Neon Genesis, I'm like, yeah, I'm right there with you. <laughs> um, but Promise Neverland is one that I haven't, I like, I haven't watched mm-hmm. yet. Everybody's been talking about it, but I've been so current. And I know they said a new season just dropped of that too, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but yeah, I've been watching like so many, so many of like the regular like main ones, the ones that are all getting ready to come to an end, mm-hmm. which is like just a sad day for me. Like your your Black Clovers mm-hmm. and and um, that time I was reincarnated as a slime, Attack on Titan, like right, all these right. ones that like everybody's like, oh, you got to watch. I'm like, uh, these are my passive watches. Right. So, but I do plan on going back through and binge watching uh, Promise Neverland. And I've heard that from the very beginning. It, it kind of sucks you in and kind of oh, like yeah. lets you know real quick that like this is not your your stereotypical a- anime. Mm-hmm. Like this is this gets dark right. very, very, uh, very early. Well, especially <laughs> anything involving kids and like I yeah. said, I didn't know anything about Promise Neverland before I started it. And it's it starts out kind of cute, you know? You're like, all right, this yeah. is going to be a cute, a cute little, no, uh-uh, not at all, don't <laughs> think so. And because the art in it is so, um, like, detailed and beautiful, it's, I mean, it's pretty intense. And it, like you said, it gets, it gets pretty dark pretty quick. <laughs> um. So that actually like segues us right into the next question. So like, how can you tell or what is your judgment built around whether an anime is good? Yeah. Or not? So I know I've mentioned it uh, several times, but the art um, is one of the biggest ones for me. I oh, this is gonna not sound very nice of me, but if if a show or an anime is not aesthetically pleasing to my eyeballs, um, I have a really hard time being interested in it. Um, so anything yeah. that's really visually appealing or like makes me like think, wow, that's really beautiful. Um, so that's a, that's a hallmark uh, for me. And then the music is, is another one. Anytime an anime's music can make me cry or feel some really intense emotions. Um, that's another, another way to kind of draw me into it. Um, aside from those those things, um, I'm I'm a pretty emotional person. So if there are you know characters that I can really relate to, um, you know, or like plots that I can really relate my own life to, uh, any tear jerking moments, uh, those are also really good for me too. Okay, yeah, I, I'm I'm right around I'm right along those same lines like I love I love watching something that visually like it looks Mm -hmm. amazing like I struggle I struggle a lot with like those shows that do like the like too much CGI like the ones where they try to make it like real Mm -hmm. blocky like it reminds me of like Tekken 2 with like Jax like when everybody was like all like like pixelated Mm -hmm. and stuff like that I can't really get into those but I love music for me it's plot line Mm -hmm. too um, that goes along with that, and um, I'm I'm not I'm not a very emotional person mm-hmm. in that sense. But I love 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 animes that have like some kind of um, some kind of love like right. interest. Like even if it's even if it's not 
even if it's not like pronounced, like it's not like this is the main story of this whole show even if it's mm-hmm. not that like i just love i love that one random character that like falls in love oh with the yeah girl. maybe we never see the girl again but just uh, just to know that he fell in love with her i'm like that right there is you're right I no you. i i'm with you there 100 <laughs> absolutely so yeah. yeah but like you said music yeah i love music and neon neon genesis like it has probably one of my favorite yeah albums. yeah um that that opening is very it's very amazing. The way that they shot it, like the way that it was all like kind of laid mm-hmm. out, and the way that the fight scenes and the way like they just did a really good job on that show holistically. But like you said, music is right. huge. Like I will literally turn something, um, I will literally turn something if it if it doesn't like if if the intro doesn't mm-hmm. catch me. Like I will literally not. I would skip through the intro, and I rarely skip right. through intros, but I will definitely skip through mm-hmm. an intro if if it gives me um if it's right. an issue. Um. Okay. 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 Moving along. Um. So, here is where the 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 stumble usually happens when I have somebody. Mm-hmm. On. All right. I'm ready. I'm um, ready. <laughs> <laughs> name your top three anime All right, characters. All right. I got it. So, um, Ashitaka from Princess Mononoke is one of my okay. favorites. Um, kind of funny that you already mentioned like, uh, like a like the the character falling in love with someone but it not being like the main part but you kind of know it's there Mm -hmm. i really feel like Mm -hmm. um his character has that or does that and you know just the noble the nobleness is i don't know if there's another word for that um of him i did did. that's what we do on anime talk just make it up it's okay trademark um (laughs) you know he is is a noble character and he leaves and you know princess mononoke in general is such a great movie um Mm -hmm. and his role and interaction with um oh my god lady eboshi and uh i don't know i just i love his his character it's like he's a very strong character but he's very like tender and vulnerable and um i think he's you know, got the hots for the princess. And uh, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> even though that's not like the main part of, of the story, but um, right. so I, I love him and I love um, Haku from Spirited Away. Um, so of kind of like the same thing. He, you know, although I feel like his love interest with Chihiro is, um, it's a little bit more obvious. Um, yeah. But again, I love that he's kind of like the hero, but also he's like co-hero with Chihiro. And like yep. she kind of saves herself with his help, if that makes any sense at all. Um, mm-hmm. So I really love that. And then I actually have a new favorite as well, um, based on one of our movie reviews. Um, but I really love Lisa from Ponyo. Um, her character, I just felt myself relating to the entire time. And I loved the fact that she expressed frustrations. Um, and you know, when her husband wasn't coming home, she like, she got angry and she wasn't some like cutesy anime mom 
that you know a lot of like kid shows will portray and there's nothing wrong with that but i just like the fact that it was a little bit more real and relatable um Mm -hmm. so yeah i really loved her interesting because i was i was curious where you were going to go with the third one because i was going to say it sounds like it sounds like you have mm-hmm. a type like and, and the last two people the last two people that i've had on the show like they all have had types and i'm like okay is this going to be a type? <laughs> where are we going with this um but uh because i because if i'm not mistaken my last one from last week we had like it was like the whole vegeta like that uh-huh. adult alpha male like type that that uh that she liked so um but yeah, so it's interesting that you would say that because um, those characters, like you said, especially the first two, they definitely do both fit a very, a very noble esque mm-hmm. mold. Um, and like you said, they are very, they're very strong, very proud people. But at the same time, they're also, they're also like, they're also characters who you can relate to because um, everybody has a little bit of that. Everybody has that self pride, and everyone has, you know, this I can I can do it by mm-hmm. myself type attitude. But like you said, it's it's good to see that, you know, no matter how how, you know, how noble you are, how, you know, how you're supposed to be, how you're supposed to live your life, like people can still relate to everybody. And that's what those two characters definitely did. But um, but yeah, Lisa, I, I love I love Lisa, too, only because, like, as you said, we'll kind of get into it a little bit later in the review, but. I really liked her because like you said, she was very much down to earth. She wasn't like a stereotypical, like she was like, even, even from mm-hmm. uh, like spirited away, we never, we never even really got to see the mom's interaction whatsoever. Cause it was all about, mm-hmm. it was all about sin, uh, which your hero, but, um, but she, she just looked like a mm-hmm. run in the mill mom. Like she didn't look like she was anything special. She just looked like, you know, they had a, her and her husband had a regular life. Mm -hmm. She stayed at home and he went to work and that was, that was life. But like you said, with Lisa, it didn't seem like she fit that mode, even though she worked. I mean, but she worked, I mean, I wouldn't say she worked harder because obviously being on a boat is probably very difficult. Well, being the captain of a boat is probably difficult, but um, I mean, but she was taking care of, she was taking care of her son. She was, you know, Mm -hmm. going to work every day. She was keeping him out of trouble, trying to keep the house in order. So I mean, she did have a lot of. She had a lot of those qualities that a lot of women um, today, like you said, it kind of yeah. embodies a lot of women Very today. Easy to so. relate to for sure, for myself. Definitely. Um, okay. Uh, next question. So we we kind of briefly mm-hmm. touched on this before, but um, what made you decide to start? Yeah. Your podcast? So it's kind of funny, um, but my cousin and I are really, really close, and. Uh, we kind of just started talking more about our own mental health issues. And um, the last few months, it's been kind of like a a morning ritual, but we'll send voice clips back and forth to each other on Snapchat. And we'll just talk about how we're feeling, what we're going through, you know, things that have happened. And finally we decided um you know there's so much stuff to talk about and there are so many people who could relate to all of it like you know if we can get over the fact that we will be very exposed um we we think that we need to get it out there and we need to talk about the things that um might you know make some people uncomfortable but it's it's so important to talk about mental health and um, things that real people go through that, you know, is more than just the way that 
society kind of glamorizes depression or glamorizes um, anxiety in a way. Um, we want to kind of bring it yeah. back down to a level of, you know, we're real people um, with real problems. And we're also, you know, working towards um, fixing those problems and working on those issues. And so it, uh, it kind of offers another side of that as well. Um, you know, there, everyone experiences darkness, but there is light as well. So we just want to kind of bring awareness to that. That's really cool. Um, like, first of all, I commend you for being able to do that. Um, like you said, I think that no problem. I think a lot of people to your point, I think a lot of people definitely deal with things, but like you said, it's, it's difficult, especially when you're going through those things. Cause you know, Mm -hmm. I've, I've had my moments and things like that, but it's very difficult when you go through things to one, one talk about it, let alone, well, first, sorry, one to reach Mm -hmm. out to anyone at all like it's very difficult because you feel like you said you're kind of alienated in the first place then then two if you do find somebody that you can reach out to it's very difficult Mm -hmm. to talk through things so i think that like you said i think that you guys really hit it on the head of just basically kind of being well one more of a safe haven because i'm I'm sure there's going to be more there's going to be some interaction mm-hmm. probably around that and i would imagine that your that your uh fan base would would definitely mm-hmm. reach out to you guys but um but then too there's there's a relationship that's kind of set there and it's and it becomes man like i don't have to talk about this but it's really cool because on this episode of this podcast like the way that i was feeling today like they just described right, that and i exactly. can relate to that um so that's so that's definitely huge. Like I said, I Thank commend you. you all for that. I can't wait. Um, I can't wait to. I'm. Gonna, I need to add it to my cue list. Um, so I can go back and listen to yeah. your um to your episodes. Do you have a favorite so episode so far? We've only released our teaser. Um, we're still okay. since we're so new, we're still uh getting like the audio situated. Um, mm-hmm. but we should have another episode released next week, and. Yeah, okay. so no favorites yet, but um, once we get going, <laughs> you know, we have we have a lot of, of content already to to work through. So once we get the ball rolling, it's gonna it's not gonna stop. <laughs> yeah, do you guys have a do you guys have a um a like not a time frame, but do you guys have like are you guys going to do it like biweekly, like every Monday? Yeah, we're gonna other, do you know, um, every week. We'll have a new episode, and they should come out on Sundays or Mondays. Um, yeah, our recording day is going to be a little, uh, it's gotta be a little flexible. Um, just, uh, my cousin works out of state, so just kind of working around that, but it should be either Sundays or Mondays for new episodes. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Cool. Like I said, I can't, can't wait. Um, I'll definitely make sure that I got to go in and listen to you guys. So I'm excited to hear it. No problem. Um, so, um, I guess the follow-up question, cause I just realized the one right afterwards was what's your podcast about? And look <laughs> at you, you already gave me that. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so I guess the, the other thing was before we get into it again, I want to give you an opportunity to, um, give a, give a self plug before we take a quick sponsor break and then we'll sure, come absolutely. back and do reviews. So, um, I actually, one other thing I wanted to mention about the podcast is while we are a mental Please. health podcast, we do things like read tarot cards and we talk about astrology and crystals and, um, that's where the, uh, the more witchy part comes in. 
Um, so we kind of okay. talk about how those things um, help us. So I can be found on Twitter at chaotic Kaya um, or X more witchy X. And I can also be found on Instagram at Kaya X chaotic. Awesome. Like I said, please make sure that you guys go follow that. Um, go follow them. And like I said, you hear what it's about. So if you're interested in something like that, you know exactly where to find them and where to reach out to Kaya and her cousin. Um, okay, cool. So in typical fashion, what we'll do is we'll take a quick short break and then, um, we'll go ahead and we'll jump back into the reviews. Okay. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. Um, so if you guys did listen to, well, I, I don't, I say that all the time. Like, obviously you listen if you got to this point, but if you didn't listen to the interview somehow, you just magically pop back up at this point um go back and listen to the interview that i had with kaya of the podcast uh less bitchy more witchy um she gave some really good information around some of her favorite characters um how she got into anime and what her podcast is is about so definitely go back into it and make sure that you follow them um some some self plugs and things like that so make sure that you follow them um and listen to those questions but we're at the uh, we're at the meat and potatoes now of mm-hmm. the uh, of the episode here, going into Yay. some movie reviews. Um, so, um, usually, what I do for those of you who may or may not know, but usually when I do um, guests, I usually allow the guests to give me some ideas around what they want to talk about. And since I had already done a studio a Studio Ghibli Part One. I don't. I don't feel like I'm not saying that right. I've it's always said Ghibli. Ghibli, or Ghibli. I've. I heard. I listened to your episode, and you said Ghibli, and I was immediately questioning my entire life. I have no idea which one yeah. is correct. So. I just had a whole like brain malfunction when I said it, because because like you said, I I, I said I usually say I used yeah. to say Ghibli. But then I've heard it. Well, I usually say no. I usually say Ghibli, and then you say Ghibli, and well, I'm like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we're so both I don't, wrong. I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> yep, I'm about a thousand percent sure we're probably both wrong. Um, but anyway, it's we're you know what we're talking. If you know anime, you know what we're talking about. It's literally like the there anime version of Disney. Like that is literally what this is. Um. But uh, but yeah, so we're going to go through. I already did an episode on that. Please go back and listen to that one if you haven't already. I covered Princess Mononoke and a couple of different animes, which were really excited. Which actually got uh, Kaya and I talking about uh, the two movies that we decided to go to, which is why I said this is like a part two of that because we decided to go with Ponyo and Kiki's Delivery Service. Um, so I guess we can go ahead and jump straight into Ponyo. That was the first one that I, I added down here. Um, so the movie was Ponyo um, on, on my anime list, which is what I usually use. Hashtag my anime list. Look, man, if, if anybody is listening for my anime list, like, just give me a sponsorship. Give me a shout out. Like, pop up somewhere. Like, I, I always reference my anime list in every single one of my episodes. Um, and I always use it. But anyway, they gave it a 7.8. Um, it aired... July 19th, 2008. Um, And the synopsis, a brief synopsis of it was a five-year-old boy develops a relationship with Ponyo, a young goldfish princess who longs to become a human after falling in love with him. 
so that was like the briefest synopsis, but the most straight to straight to the point synopsis um, ever. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to let you go ahead and start talking through what what you liked about it and kind of give your opinions, and then I'll I'll kind of chime in from time to time. And I got some Ooh, interesting sweet. facts to add at the yeah, end. Yeah, so I actually had hadn't seen Ponyo in years, and I think I probably only saw it one time, like when it first came out when I was you know very young. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like watching a brand new movie that I'd never seen before, and I definitely got some like. Little Mermaid vibes, um, with you know Ponyo, mm-hmm. yeah, with Ponyo just like I can see that human or whatever. Uh, I mean, a little bit different, but um, I absolutely loved the relationship between Ponyo and Sosuke, and I oh, yeah. thought it was just the like the cutest, most innocent love um that there could be and the fact that they were five um it's just kind of yeah yeah (laughs) you know it's definitely a kid movie um but even as a grown-up it movies like that and relationships like that just make me feel very like fuzzy and warm and um just having such a pure relationship was uh really heartwarming especially you know to take a break from all the weird animes i've been watching um so it was very refreshing um to be honest i thought the dad was kind of weird uh but obviously that was by design um to have him be like a little bit weird um and i i kind of wish that they kind of told more about like the magic um, like the powers, like where I would like to know where the powers mm-hmm. came from or like where the magic, why it was there. I guess we don't really need to know, but that's just how I am. I'm like, how, why? I want to know it. I need the answers now. Um, right. But overall, I thought it was a really cute movie. Um, I loved Lisa. She, you know, she like instantly became one of my favorites um, just because she was so relatable and you know, her emotions were relatable throughout the movie when she was happy, when she was angry, when she was indifferent, when she was, you know, telling the dad to bug off over and over and over and over. Um, you know, it's, it's done in, in uh, a good way. Uh, but, you know, she was angry and she was expressing her anger. And that's, that's really relatable. Um, so, yeah, I think overall it was a great movie. I really enjoyed it. I cried at the end when Kanyo was able to be a human. It was very cute. Um, mm-hmm. I have a, a six-year-old daughter, and I would love to, to watch it with her. I think she would really enjoy it, too. Yeah, that was... I think that, uh, yeah, like you said, I think that she would really enjoy that. And I think, like, to your point, I think you hit it, like, right on the head. Like, everything about this movie was very, it was very feel-good. It felt like it was very, like you said, it was very Mm -hmm. innocent. It was very pure. There wasn't, you didn't need, like, a whole bunch of chaos. I mean, like, with everything, well, first and foremost, like, Mm -hmm. with Studio Ghibli, Ghibli, whichever one, with them, they always have a very, like, 
that studio always oh, produces yeah, amazing for color, sure. like in movies, like like it's just it's beautiful. So when you throw in when you throw in the beauty of the actual show, the the movie itself, and then you throw in this like heartfelt, like these little mm-hmm. heartstrings that they kind of like reach out and like grab and touch. It just makes you, it, like you said, it right. makes you just feel good. It makes you feel like, you know what, like th- there is love mm-hmm. like this in the real world. Like five year olds can fall in love like this, and I know that it's possible right, because I right. just watched it in a movie. Um, like so, t- and to your point, like. I don't mm-hmm. ever remember watching Ponyo um, until we talked about it. And I was like, dude, did I ever watch this movie? And as I was watching, I was like, I don't think that I've ever watched this movie. But it was, like you said, it was really, yeah. it was really good, though. It was really well, it was really well, like, like displayed. It was just really, it was really, like, the thing that I liked uh, the most about this movie was the simple fact of how they used this they used regular people like the regular world and they infused right. it with like this alternate reality, right, which yeah. I always love in movies. Like, like when the, when the, like when the, um, mm-hmm. when the goddess, like the mom or whatever, when she shows up and, and the, the dad and them see, see her and they're kind of like, Oh, that, that must be like the spirit, like the good luck spirit. Like we need to pray to. So it was like, you, even though that you saw it, you actually were able to see right. your, this higher being that you've potentially been praying to this whole time. You actually got to interact with it. And it was like a kind of a melding of the real world and an alternate reality that I thought that, that they did really well, which, which they've right, done again, exactly. over and over again. I mean, look at, you know, mm-hmm. my, my neighbor Totoro and spirited away and all of those things. So they've done it before, but they just always do a really good job. And that's what I loved about, uh, sure. one of the things I loved about one other movie. thing. Um, I do, I just have to say one of my favorite scenes, I think, um, is when, um, Ponyo is running on the waves, but the waves are the fish like that whole sequence mm-hmm. was so visually appealing to me and beautiful and I I don't think yep. I blinked that entire like segment because I was just like the art is just intense and gorgeous and um that one definitely that sticks out to me in that movie for sure Oh yeah for for yeah for sure uh that part to me and um and the wish and the innocence oh, when yeah. she first comes into the house and mm-hmm. she's like running around with the light on the top of her head and she's like running around like oh gosh mm-hmm. I was like this is I I don't have kids myself but like I'm like in my right? mind I'm like this this is my daughter like right. I feel like this is I feel like this is what this is um but yeah so yeah it was it was it was like you said it was amazing uh the way that they kind of even like with the transitions like you know a lot of times when you watch um and that's another thing, like a lot of times when you watch certain movies or certain shows, you know, they always do mm-hmm. like that off the camera transformation. So you never really get to see it happen. I thought it was really cool um, when the dad right. was trying to like force her not to transform when she was trying. And, and he's like, OK, I got to go mm-hmm. get my elixir. Like I need more magic to contain her. And then you get to see her trying to combat oh, yeah, him. Sure. I really like that part, too. Um. But yeah, um, yeah, just really good. So, um, some random facts before we move on or closing thoughts on this one. Um, so, random facts. So, this was actually the eighth animated film with Studio Ghibli from. Uh, um, I know I'm going to butcher his name, um, Miyazaki. 
Miyatsuki. Miyatsuki. Okay, I'm going to butcher his name. I just did it. Um, but it was the eighth animated film um, from him with Studio Ghibli, and it actually grossed more than two hundred one million dollars USD um, worldwide. Um, and in two thousand and nine, the film won in five categories at the eighth annual Tokyo Anime Awards. It was also anime. It was also awarded with the thirty second Jap- uh, Japan. Act, uh, hold on, I just messed that up. Japan Academy Prize for both animation of the year and outstanding musical achievement. So yeah, it was it won a lot of uh, definitely won a lot of awards. Yeah. So um, yeah. So and also um, the other thing that I wrote down, which was really interesting. Mm-hmm. So Liam Liam Neeson. Matt Damon and Kate Blanchard, I think is it? Blanch, Blanch? Yeah. Yeah, they all voice characters so did in the Betty White. dub, which I thought was really interesting. She voiced one of the uh, the old ladies. Yeah, she voiced... Yeah. yeah, she did voice one of the, the old ladies. Yeah, which I thought that was really interesting, because I, I remember as soon as I saw the dad come on... I exactly. Like, I know I've heard your voice before. I was just waiting at that. And then once I put two and two together, I was like, I'm just waiting for you to say, I have a set of skills. <laughs> like you stole my daughter and yeah. I have a set of skills. <laughs> um, so, uh, but yeah, so it's very interesting. So again, I'm, I'm one of those type of people, like I'm a dub mm-hmm. or I'm a sub versus dub person, but um, if you're a dub person and you know, a lot of people are, then I suggest definitely watching this movie in dub because at least you'll have some voice actors mm-hmm. that you're, you're very familiar with too. So, um, any closing thoughts uh, on no, Ponyo before we move than, on? You know, I thought it was a great movie. Um, if anyone hasn't seen it, I highly recommend it. For sure. Um, okay, let's move on to the next movie. So the uh, next and last movie that we have here is Kiki's Delivery Service. Um, it got an 8.2 um, on my anime list. Uh, it aired July 29th, 1989. Um, and the synopsis is a young witch on her mandatory year of independent life finds fitting into a new community difficult while she supports herself by running an air carrier service. And Kaya, yeah, so, go. Um, this movie, like I mentioned earlier, was really the first movie that introduced me to the world of Ghibli and anime. Um, because when I saw it as a child, I just related so much to Kiki. And I wanted to be her so bad. I wanted to be independent and I wanted to go out on my own and I wanted to train to be a witch. And, um, you know, I just, I just remember thinking like she is so independent and she is smart and she's making it on her own. I wanted to be just like that. And, um, Mm-hmm. As a grown-up, well, quote-unquote adult, am I really? Uh, as, a, as a more grown person, <laughs> I, I can watch it, and it's definitely a kid's movie. Like, it's very, very cutesy. Uh, there's really no, like, peril. I mean, the peril that is there is very, very minor. Um, it's a very easy watch. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it's one of the, the feel-good movies where the character really just kind of gets what they want the whole time. Um, and 
not not that she gets what she wants the whole time, but there's just like the conflict that she experiences, she overcomes and she does it on her own and it's very easy for her to do. Yeah. And um you know, I have to comment on Jeff the dog and Gigi. The animals are, <laughs> you know, adorable and awesome. Um, Osono mm-hmm. was, um, I remember, like, as a child watching and thinking, like, she was just, like, the best mom. And she wasn't Kiki's mom, but how she took her in and um, yeah, right. helped her. It was just a really good um role model type person to see on screen just someone who out of the kindness of their Mm -hmm. heart was willing to help and um you know for an adult and as a child it's really important to see um just people helping one another and people putting themselves out there and trying their best and that's what kiki did the whole time she just tried her very best i agree um Again, I think you hit it right on the head, and I think that it's I think that it's really cool in this specific movie because uh, I remember watching this movie back in the day, like and then you know um, just trying to because when I first watched it, I was like, dude, this is dope. And you know they always do like those the studio Studio Ghibli mm-hmm. um, yeah. days or whatever, like in movie theaters. And this was one of those ones I used to always try to catch uh, anytime that it was in theater. But mm-hmm. one again, it had beautiful colors. So so the animation was absolutely amazing. Gigi was amazing. Um, like you said, all the animals were amazing. Like it just it was a very beautiful and like very magical world in the sense that I loved. I I like. I think that it, it's that mm-hmm. base level, like you said, independence. Um, at 13, you know what I mean? Like a lot of people, you know, we, a lot of people, like, I mean, myself included, like, you know, I didn't really have to do anything, you know, I'm I'm using air quotes, but I didn't really have to do anything till I was like, you know, 17, 18 years old. Um, but you know, like her having, and, and her undertaking this whole trial to make sure that she could actually become what she wanted, Mm -hmm. which was at the end of the day, a full fledged witch. So, um, it's just, I thought that it was really cool that, you know, like you said, she kind of embarked on the journey. She had a, she had someone who came in and, um, you know, protected her and brought her into, you know, a life and kind of taught her and she Mm -hmm. had a, a sensei in a way. Um, to figure out how to yeah, kind of navigate absolutely. life. So I thought that that was really dope. I also really liked the fact that, um, oh no, what was the the boy's name that was like obsessed with her from the beginning? Um, oh, you know what I'm talking um, about though? Uh, no. I like the fact that I know who you're talking about, yeah. There's a character there to kind of um, help her character develop a little bit more. Because when she got to the city, she was very, like, inward, and she didn't want to talk to anyone, and she was, you know, just... I think... Yeah, I think so. Tombo. Was it Tombo? Yeah. Um, Tombo, yeah. And over time, you know, she starts to open up to him, and they become friends, and um, I always mm-hmm. like that kind of character development in any show, really. Um, just because, again, it's really relatable. Um you know, being shy and being inward and being like, no, stay away from me. I've got a job to do. I don't have time for you. But then you start to kind of exactly kind of melt <laughs> a little bit and you open up to people and, um, you know, that's how friendships are made in real life. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, I, like you said, I couldn't say that better myself. I think that that was, that's awesome. And yeah, like you said, it's, it's really cool mm-hmm. because again, it was very warm, very heartfelt. Um, it was one of those ones that it fills you kind of mm-hmm. with like, almost like an inspiration. Like if she could do this, like, you know, anyone, like we, like anyone can do this. You just have to, like you said, you have to understand that, you know, you're goal oriented, but just because you're goal oriented doesn't mean that right. you can't make time mm-hmm. for, you know, other yeah, things kind of around um, you. So, you know, I watched it as a child and I, I loved it so much. And I think that it's a good, it's a good kids movie. Um, I mean, it's a good movie in general, but for kids, especially around that age where they can relate to the, the child character and kind of see that as an example. I think that that's yeah. really awesome. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. I I have I have nothing else to say on that. I think we kind of mm-hmm. we kind of got those both of those kind of knocked out. Any closing thoughts on Kiki's? Um, I do have one random fact. I guess that I was able to find on this one. Um, it actually won a 1989 um anim anime um anime Grand Prix award. Um, so that was kind of cool. And this movie came out like right before not not right before but like a couple oh. of weeks before my birthday which is crazy yeah because I, I was born august the 12th 1989 so oh, wow. this came out july 29th so Very cool right there yeah so that was that <laughs> that makes me feel a little old as, nah. I, as I kind of think nah. about it getting up out of this chair but uh but yeah so that was uh those were the two um movies that we wanted to do so um yeah like I I'm that was that was good like I I really uh I really enjoyed it I I think that it was really cool to like you said kind of go through the interview and get those get some insights from you um and get to know a little bit more about you and about your podcast and things like that which we're looking forward to um the the um the premise of it just sounds absolutely amazing the uh the whole less bitchy more witchy thing yeah no problem um no problem um, and so after going through some of those interviews, um, of course we did the review of Ponyo and we did, uh, the review of Kiki's delivery service. Um, make sure that you guys, like, like I said, make sure that you guys follow me, um, on Twitter and Instagram at anime talk 12, and you can shoot me an email at Matt St. Jack's podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I'm on Twitter. Um, where can they find under, you again, Kaya? Uh, chaotic Kaya. Or the podcast is X More Witchy X, and I am also on Instagram as Kaya X Chaotic. Awesome. So make sure that you guys please follow both of us. Continue with the, the listenership. Help build up a new podcast um, as as they kind of get up off the ground. And like I said, I, I can't wait to uh, no, hear any episodes. Uh, thank any you closing so much thoughts for having from you me today, on. Kaya? This was so fun, and um, it was really good to be able to review some movies um and then talk about it with you so i appreciate you having me here yeah no problem at all like i appreciate you uh like i said i appreciate you being on um as well like i always love i always love having people on that uh that like movies i like or tv shows i like so it's really cool um but yeah so i guess until next time guys i hope that you guys have a good one you guys have a great weekend peace
Thank you.